Okay, so Preston, you've recently saw the video I uploaded, the uh, top five most ridiculous theories so far in the Game of Thrones shows that came from the community. I did. I was I was excited to see a, a Carmine video because you've been you've been lax lately. <laughs> it's good. It's good that you're back. It's good that you're back. I came out of retirement uh, uh, for for the money. I'll just be honest. The money was good. I I had to come out of retirement for the money. But um no uh so yeah I, I this is a video I've actually wanted to do for a very long time. Now you know me. I don't do theories, especially show theories where there's almost nothing mm. there to even theorize on. And we'll get to that in a minute as to why that is. Um, and, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me, do theories, do theories, which there's no point in me doing any because there's no new books, there's no new content. I feel like... Was that, you... was that, was that specifically British people requesting theories from you? Yeah, why? No, 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 that was, that was funny because you were like, you were like I, can't, I get people going, do theories, do theories. And I was did, I, like, did I just have a British accent when I did that? Uh, well, yeah, or I mean, I'm an American doing a British accent, which is the only thing I can do. I can't do a real British accent. I can do an American doing a British accent. Every time I try to do a British accent, people tell me it sounds Australian for some reason. I don't know. But um, no, me doing theories is kind of pointless at this point because um, I feel like everything that could be a theory has been already said and done You'd have to try very hard to come up with something new that hasn't been said. So there's no point in me doing them. So what I wanted to do with this video was just look at the ones out there already and just give my thoughts on them. Okay. And uh, I went inside the community, deep inside, and found the top five most ridiculous theories. Like that, the Deep ones, undercover. <laughs> pretty much. The ones that, that you would look at and go, ugh, this is so dumb. But... Let's be honest, for two seconds here, it would be much cooler than what we're getting in the show from Dave and Dan. Yeah, okay, yes, yes. I, I, so, so I watched your video. I'm not, I'm not fresh on it because I, I watched it a few days ago. So no, that's fine. As, as we go through this, we'll be, I'll, be, I'll be reminded and, and, and everything. So I was, okay. so before, when I was making the video, I was kind of rushed for time. Um, there were, a, there, I wanted to have an honorable and dishonorable mention. Uh, do you mind if we go through that one first? Sure. All right, so in my dishonorable mention of most ridiculous, and some of them were ridiculous and cool, this one's just fucking stupid. Um, and we discussed this when we were discussing something in the, oh, like last week about clickbaiting bullshit and how you hate it. Mm. People putting like arrows and circles in the videos and how you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it, that, that is the worst, but yes. Uh, and, <laughs> that's, uh, that's YouTube, though, that's YouTube. I understand. But uh, this one came from the Season 6 teaser. Remember the one where uh, John, Cersei, and Danny are walking towards their respective thrones? John, his mm. chair? Yes. And everyone's like looking in the camera, and Cersei does the... <sighs> and then she has the cold yeah. breath of air. Yes, yes. So the dishonorable mention I wanted to put in there was Cersei is the Night King's queen. Oh. Hmm. No evidence behind it, just her doing and and that's because the Night King had a the original Night King had a queen who was a white walker. Okay. So the new well, Night King may, uh, may, may, uh, maybe. Oh. This is this is actually like the videos that I've been I've been doing recently. Not to do my self plug, but the uh, my Night's Watch videos like talk about this. Like the so the the, the fan canon, um, and it's it's even in the in, in the the wiki and all these things. The fan head canon is that the night the Night King's queen was a female other. But if you read it, there's no evidence that. It's it's a it's a female other, a female other. Like she's just she has white skin and blue eyes. Like she could just be a pale girl. 
And in fact, the story, if you read the story, it, she, she's clearly called a woman, like repeatedly. Um, and he catches her in a wildling sort of way. So it's, she's probably a wildling, you know, who happened to have like pale skin. They say her skin was cold as ice, but the, the others would be much colder than ice. I mean, the others would be like sub-zero. The, the, Knights King penis, the Knights King's penis would like freeze and shatter like, like you know, like, like a banana in, in, li- in liquid nitrogen if, you, like, if, if his queen was actually like an other. Well, this like, is in so, the books, right? Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. show, for the, for the, I believe it was the either season two or season three Blu-ray, DVD, Histories and Lore Extra, you can see oh. a visual representation that she looks like she's a White Walker female. Oh. That's where the show, oh. this show theory comes from. It's supposed to parallel what we see there where the Night King, the original, was a human guy who found a White Walker female, and I guess mm. the Night King now, who's a White Walker, is trying to have a human uh, female queen. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all kind of weird. So so um so originally, like in, in George R. R. Martin's early drafts, uh the others were not called the others. They were called the Neverborn. Um and so you know, the idea is that they're 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 made of they're an entire race of, of the sacrificed babies. But the sacrificed babies are always boys. So all the knights all the, the others are men. So where where did this where this female other come from? I don't know. Eh. Uh, so that's the dishonorable mention. Cause what mm. are your thoughts? It's it's kind of dumb, right? Just basing a theory off just like one teaser to show that winter is here. It's pretty much what right. It was. Well, I mean, I'm just like, well, how the Night's King? Like, when is he gonna meet Cersei? How would they communicate? You know, would they, would they chat? Is he gonna impress her like like Euron does? You know, I mean, like if if Danny's little vision in the in the house of um. The House of the Undying is anything believed. Uh, mm. She did go beyond the wall, like we saw, and yes. she did uh, uh, walk through the throne room and with the roof collapsed. Yeah. So that's where the theory comes from. I get it, but as far as theories go... Keep, uh, the Night's King is going to carry off Cersei. <laughs> you know, like, ride his dragon down, grab her. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I have no idea. Like, But, but I can understand where this theory came from. There, there's not a lot of evidence behind it. No, no, just, yeah. I so, mean, clearly the trailer was just like, oh, winter's coming. Yeah, winter's here. Colder, and yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. that's 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 the dishonorable mention. The other honorable mention was actually something you mentioned during our Season oh. 7 podcast in passing. It just, just randomly just threw it out there, which made me think, huh, that's kind of cool. Obviously, there's no evidence behind it, but it's interesting if it were true. And this one is uh, Euron being Theon's real father. Oh, yeah. Because be, they uh... look so much alike. Obviously, like, you know, maybe that's that's a huge coincidence on the casting department's decision. Mm, but yeah. um Euron kinda does look like Theon in the show. That's true, that's true. I I'll I'll grant that. And um What do you mean you'll grant that? Certainly... You mentioned it. What are you talking about? Yeah. I I mention a lot of things. I can't <laughs> I can't I can't be responsible for everything that comes out of my mouth. Um <laughs> no the no the uh that would that would be really neat because it does fit with Euron's character of of seducing and or raping um, uh, his brother's wives that we get from the book. Mm-hmm. We're we're not sure which 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 he did. If it was if it was a you know a Vic, the, the 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 book only character of Victarion. Um, we're not sure if Euron seduced or or raped Victarion's wife. But yes, it would be it would be it would be uh it would be you know 
so it's certainly possible, you know, in the same sense that that uh, that Balon's uh, um, wife was seduced or raped similarly. So yes, it's certainly possible that Theon, that uh, that Euron is Victorian's. I mean, Euron is uh, Theon's father. And kind of like Tywin with Tyrion, uh, there was a scene I believe in season three where Tywin says, "I cannot prove you are not mine." which leads us to believe that's probably why he didn't kill the, uh, Tyrion. Mm, uh, same, mm, with, yeah. same with Balon. I cannot prove you're not mine, so I'm going to treat you like shit anyways. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's just, you know, we just have to accept that Tywin and Balon are both just absolute assholes who are going to treat people like <laughs> shit regardless. <laughs> well, yeah, those, those are dishonorable and honorable mentions I had, but I didn't have enough time to put them in there. Um, but let's get into it. Number five is mm. that Peter Baelish, this is my favorite, uh, Peter Baelish wrote the pink letter. There was oh. so much evidence to back this up. And obviously it's yeah. not evidence in your face. You have to look for it. Like in season three, when Ramsey wrote to the Greyjoys, you can see the seal is completely different than the seal we see. That the original seal that Ramsey sent versus the seal that John uh, sees at Which Castle parallels Black. the book. Which parallels the book in, the, in that there's something wrong with the seal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um... Uh, in the letter, it says, come and see. In the very same episode, Peter Baelish says to Robin Aaron, come and see. You know, it, it, yeah. it's the perfect storm. Not only that, though, but the motivations are also there. If it was Peter who sent it, he's trying to scare Sansa into coming to him for help. And he's also trying to scare Jon Snow into thinking the Night's Watch, his beloved Night's Watch, would be destroyed. So he's trying to force Sansa to come to him for help because yeah, she needs it. It, it, it fits it, in line with his character. It makes it makes way too much sense, actually. You know, like there's no there's no actual reason for Ramsey to to uh, to well, he wouldn't really know that Sansa went to the Wall. I guess he just I guess he can assume that that uh, John is the closest relative. But what you know does the letter? I don't know. The letter just kind of pisses them off, and he, that he then allows them to. I'm trying to think of the show. Like the letter just pisses them off, and then they. And then John is motivated to, to go raise an army and then attack the uh, attack Winterfell, mm-hmm. which doesn't really play to Ramsay's uh, favor. Ramsay doesn't even need Sansa anymore. Like, he, like at first you think he needs Sansa to keep the North together, and then he loses Sansa and everything's fine. So there was no reason to get Sansa back in the show. So I, I, I guess we can go at that angle. Like... Ramsey doesn't really have a motivation to send a letter to the wall because Sansa's not important in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, not anymore, at least. Wh- yeah, not anymore. Like, theoretically, she was important to Roose Bolton. Roose Bolton's dead. Uh, Ramsey don't play by no rules, so it doesn't matter to him as yeah, much. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And, 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 and you know, and so... Uh, well, yeah. I guess you like, could argue he wants her back because the second hottest girl in the show at least in winterfell was killed by theon so he needs he needs a new girlfriend i'm i'm there's plenty of women out there he can find another Mm, i don't know you can't replace miranda that craziness Mm. can't replace miranda well she but but sansa's not gonna replace miranda i mean (laughs) i guess i mean miranda 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 is irreplaceable um uh she, you know, um, look, look. If, if if Harley Quinn dies, the Joker, I guess, could settle for Jean Grey. I guess you know. I have to, and I have to. I mean, on a personal basis, there was just really something about Miranda that that um, 
excited me. Uh, oh, <laughs> what's very, going on here? Going to this one. These are confessions. I don't know. Like I don't. For some, for some reason, the the actress that plays Miranda, I just uh, have major crush on. So so and so in the sense of like you know irreplaceable. She's she's uh, yeah like but but. Sans is not going to replace that, and she, he, Ramsey can find somebody else. But but you're right that um, uh, that it plays into into Baelish's hands so perfectly that they need to attack Winterfell, and then he's got the Vale army to rescue them. And so the the pink, le- you know, having that letter that arrives at the wall be uh, Peter Baelish being be the secret writer. And of course, like the big theory in you know for for fans of the book is that either Mance Raider or Stannis, those are the two big suspects, secretly wrote the, secretly wrote the Pink Letter, and it's not really from Ramsay. Well, um, like I said, uh, one of the things about this is what about the uh, House Bolton writer who who dropped off the letter? That could be one of uh, Peter's henchmen. Uh, Lothar no. Brun is prominent in the books, one of Peter's uh, right hand guys. Yeah, uh, that could have been him. You know, who knows? You could yeah. always just hire. You could hire anybody to pretty to put, much to put on a to put on a shield and deliver a letter. Pretty much, but, yeah. and and the elements were there for it to be Peter until the director of that episode told everybody, "No, Ramsey wrote it," which I think is such a bullshit thing to do because you want it to be ambiguous. You want there to be a right. mystery there to have the audience go, "Hey, wait a minute, this stuff doesn't add up." And it's, unlike the books, it's not in your face. You're going to have to pay yeah. very close attention. And it, it's it's a fun mystery. This is the one thing Game of Thrones has been missing some, from the very beginning. Mystery. Even the mystery of who Jon's mom is, like, nobody really cared about that as much. As much. Like, I feel like who Jon's parents are was made popular by the books. So, so I mean, George R. R. Martin is a huge, huge fan of not answering questions. He actually uh-huh. has... He actually has a story called "With uh, With Morning Comes Mistfall" about this issue, about how when you when you solve a, when you solve a mystery, you're taking a little bit of beauty from the world. Um, it, it's about this planet that's covered in clouds, and and there may or may not be these these uh, you know phantoms that that exist in the. Uh, in the cl- and and people tourists come because they they wonder about the mystery and then these scientists come and they prove definitively that there's no ghosts in the in the in the in the clouds and it de- it destroys the tourism industry there and and everything so it, the, that's the thing is there is something intriguing about, about the mystery um, recently I was watching Red Team review or um, Red Letter Media's uh, <laughs> review a lot of, of the thing. Yeah, I was, I was watching uh, Red Letter Media's review of the thing. Um, John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, I saw the same um, video, dude. Yeah. So, and they're talking about how ridiculous it is that people have like try to have definitive answers about whether or not, like in the final scene, either one of them is the thing. Um, and what's funny is that in interviews, like Carpenter's like, dude, it was supposed to be ambiguous. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Like the point is it's supposed to be ambiguous. There's not an answer. That's why the ending is like, so legendary. Right. You know, don't, like stop trying to answer it. And they're like, ah, oh, but in the scene, he's got an earring and he can't replicate metal. And the prequel, I guess, would, would, would uh, I forget if they said the prequel, like, dis- well, the prequel takes a lot of the mysteries of the Norwegian camp or something out of it. And stuff like that, but 
the point is you want to keep it a mystery. Don't don't go on an on on was it an article or what, how did he do this when when he announced he, he, that? He no. uh, he also he did it twice. He did it in an article with Tech Insider, and then he did an AMA about it, like where someone asked him, and he goes, "No, I swear, I've told people multiple times it was Ramsey who wrote the letter." Like, dude, stop doubling down on it. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's too bad. Cause I mean, what? That's the thing is like later on somebody might want to use that. You know, like some writer could have made it let, let you know later had that revealed. And it would have been it would have been a cool little thing, ah, ah, ah well, you know, because sometimes cool ideas can be can be brought in, like like, uh, you know, my wife was telling me about in Harry Potter that there was that it was a fan, it started as a fan theory that that Neville was the other chosen one, and then and then like yeah I've heard that mm-hmm. yeah I can yeah see and that. then and then it was but then it's like mentioned in a later book like like um. You know, the, the, the author thought it was a, such a cool idea that she incorporated it. Like, you know, some writer could later be like, oh, that's a really good fan theory. I, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm going to, you know, steal that and incorporate it. It's fine. But, yeah, don't destroy the mystery. Uh, don't, and don't, don't paint yourself into a corner. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, when it, when it comes to this show, once again, they, they do this shit all the time. There's some cool callbacks to a lot of book stuff as well. And they just, they don't do anything with it. So the, the reason the reason it's my number five instead of my number one is because it does get yeah. answered. But it's still cool nonetheless. It would, have, it would have been a much better story had it been had it been Littlefinger rather than being Ramsay. Oh god, yeah. It would have made Littlefinger such a great character. Even on top of, uh, Littlefinger's already a great character. The show really destroys him towards his, his, his finale. But it would have just added on to how great he is. How much of a master strategist he really is number four is uh roose bolton or the house bolton clan um Mm. are related to the white walkers and or the original night king um this one came from a interview that the actor for roose bolton i believe his name is michael McHouten, something like that yeah yeah and uh he said something along the lines of like uh well who knows maybe Maybe the Boltons are uh, in some way associated with the White Walkers. Blah 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 blah. I have I have the clip on, in the video. Yeah. And yeah. he was most likely mainly doing that to hype up uh, season season seven. Um, no, wait, no. He was doing it to hype up season six. I'm sorry. He was doing it to mainly hype up season six and to also hype up the House Bolton arc in season six. And there is probably nothing to it. But my small theory on top of this theory is that. Maybe, perhaps, the showrunners originally wanted to do something with that. Probably reveal that the Night King was maybe a member of House Bolton, or at least the original one was. Mm. And they probably just scrapped it. Like how the um, the the whole the whole rumor here is the strong rumor from YouTuber Dragon Demands is that the Dornish the Dornish plotline season five sucked because they were writing it as they were filming it or something like that. Oh. And they didn't really know what to do with it, and that they were kind of rushed, so they just kind of scrapped what they originally had planned. Hmm. It, well, yeah, interesting. Now, and of course, in the book, um, there is the uh, the the Boltons, like the 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 Night King, the Night um, the Knights King from from the book. Like one of he's rumored to maybe be a Bolton, mm-hmm. you know, so or a Stark. There, or a Stark, or a Nori, or a Flint, or a or a Woodfoot, or a or Skagosi. But the um, so there is that slight connection there, but it, and the, and it, this is again the self plug of of, of Night's Watch, uh, Craster's. No, Creek no, series. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Of course. But the uh, but as it turns out, the White Walkers are probably 
at least some of them Boltons. Um, because if, if you're going to go with, um, so remember the, the Lord's right to the first night you have in the book, we have this thing, Lord's right to the first night where Lords are allowed to have sex with vassals on their, on their wedding night. Um, and which would produce excess bastards. And then they perhaps would bring these bastards to the black gate, which is this gate in the wall. And then the, the, uh, the others would pick up the babies on the other side. And so the Boltons and the Starks, um, and the, and the Flints and the Norries, they are, they're pra and the Umbers, they're practicers of the Lord's right to the first night. So yes, like some of the others would be Boltons, um, if this sacrifice is going on, you know. But this this is the big this is like the big thing. Like I spent a lot of time like showing that yeah probably the you know the North were were, were sacrificing babies to the others like through through the Night's Watch through the through the walls. But um, uh, but I mean one big piece of evidence that that something is going on is okay. So the others are have telepathic abilities, right? They can animate uh, the dead. Um, and Starks have telepathic abilities, you know, so, you know, and they're the Lord's right at the first night, you're, you're giving babies over, so, you know, there's something going on where you've got telepaths south of the wall, you got telepaths north of the wall, you have this sacrifice gate, you have this Lord's right at the first night that would produce excess bastards, you know, you have this practice of offering babies to the others, so, mm -hmm. eh, you know. That might be a, it, it all kind of makes sense in that in that uh, um, these houses are known for telepathic abilities and the others are known for telepathic abilities. So it might be it might be part of the peace agreement once again. But it, it's coming from the show and it was just an one off interview. But as always, would it be cool, though, your thoughts? Would it be cool if it were true? If the Boltons did have so it doesn't matter now since they're all dead. Um, no, there no. was a little theory that Sansa was pregnant, but that didn't, that nothing came of that. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, um, your thoughts yeah, would it be I mean, cool. It would be cool. But I think, I think the, the, the thing is, is like making him a Stark is more of, you know, that hits home a little more because we'll like, get to oh, that. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, it, it, it's like, uh, you know, Finding out Darth Vader is your father versus finding out Darth Vader is secretly Grand Moff Tarkin's father. Like, you're like, oh, like, well, you know, it's like the villain is really related to another one of the villains. Oh, that's not that's not as compelling as the villain is related to me. You know, the villain is related to the heroes. Like, it's only compelling if the villain is related to the heroes. It's not compelling if the villains are related to villains. You know, would Luke. also be compelling if the the villain was the hero. But we'll get to that. He, he said, "He said you killed my father." No, Luke, I am Grand Moff Tarkin's father. <laughs> it's just not. It's not compelling. No, I have so to that's agree. the problem. That's the problem with with the Knights King being related to Ramsay or Roos is who. Who cares? They're the bad guys. It's only it's only compelling if the Knights King is a Stark. You know. Stop it. You're ruining everything. Okay. I know. <laughs> no, uh, number three is uh, Varys and or Peter Baelish and or the High Sparrow are members of House Rain. Now, for those of you who are initiated, and yes, remember, because people complain about this all the time in the comments section, mm. um, there are people who watch our, our channels who have never read the books 
Um, yeah, yeah. So, but it was mentioned back in season three very briefly. Um, for those of you who don't know, House Rain was the second wealthiest house in Westeros decades ago, and they took advantage of the fact that Tywin's father was very weak and didn't command respect. So they tried to throw overthrow House Lannister. Tywin stepped in and beat them so badly that there are no more members of House Rain, which is why many people believe that a lot of the characters in A Song of Ice and Fire, and even in the show as well, are members of this extinct house. Um, wasn't it, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it Dantos Hollard, whose family was completely destroyed until Barristan saved them? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, over on the other side of Westeros. But, yeah, but know, so we've seen it happen yeah. before. Um, it's not unheard yeah. of. So, I, I don't, uh, this, 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 the, the whole, th the evidence behind this is that these characters, the High Sparrow more so, are going to extreme lengths to screw over House Lannister. So, I guess they must be scorned by House Lannister in some way. Um, that's the mm. only thought really behind it. Um, as for Varys and Peter, I hope, I hope it's not the case, and I wouldn't like it if it were, because I like the story we have for Varys, even a little more so in the, the show. I like the story yeah. we have for Peter, that he just wants power. He's a young guy who grew up wanting more, and he achieved that through his own talents. Um, the High Sparrow, I could see this more of. Uh, did you read the the theory behind the High Sparrow? Uh, uh, essentially, the idea is that it, it, Tarbeck being another like uh, uh, um, house that's kind of attacked by Lannisters um, or brought down by Lannisters, like just brought made him have a a hatred of of wealth. And so I imagine it would be the same thing with the reigns. Like you're, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna be trying to bring down House Lannister mm -hmm. and, uh, and and even and House uh, House Tyrell because apparently they're the second second wealthiest house now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, it. I mean, it's always possible, but the um, the problem is there's the Lannisters have so many enemies. Every house has so many enemies. If you go back, like, you know. You go back thousands of years, hundreds of years, dozens of years. You, you, you're gonna have so many enemies. So you know the the High Sparrow can be anybody when you when you when you do that. It's just it's it's just too difficult to determine who the High Sparrow is um, based on the information that's provided mm -hmm. in either the book or the show. Right. We have we have, I mean the the Howland Reed like equals high sparrow the one came up only and it's really just based on the fact that we have this one character who who we want to have return and we have another character who we know nothing about and you know they're gonna they're gonna be connected in that sense because wait so you, you don't one... do you not like the howland reed is uh high sparrow theory you do not like that no it's just not based on anything mm. i mean it's just it's based on the idea that that one character we, we we don't know where he is and we want him in the story and this other character we have no background on uh, and there and therefore it's like that's the connection right um, uh, I mean it's a, you know it's possible that Howland Reed somehow like studied about studied up on the faith of the seven and decided to leave uh, and and um, you know Greywater watch and, and 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 pull all this off sure I guess but it's just it could be anybody. I mean, you could pick. You could literally pick any character and be like, "Well, it's, it's that guy." You know, well, they, they hate the Lannisters too. For me, it's I, I don't like it when characters are secretly supposed to be other characters. I'm gonna have to explain the mm. sentiment uh, later on when we discuss number one. Um, but mm. unless it's done correctly, I mm, the High Sparrow, even though he's a big figure, especially in seasons five and six, I don't think he's big enough for it to really mean much. 
because House Rain has been mentioned once, and I believe it was in season three where Marjorie was trying to befriend Cersei, and Cersei hmm. essentially says, fuck off, and gives her the, the brief, too long, didn't read history of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't mean much, uh, but it is prevalent throughout the uh, the community nonetheless. I wouldn't like it if it was Varys. I wouldn't like it if it was Peter. Um, for the High Sparrow, I would be okay with it if it was alluded to. If it wasn't mm. straight out said in my face that the High Sparrow goes, yeah, that's right, I'm a member of House Rain. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck you guys. Revenge. Like, I would hate that. That's very cliche. That's stupid. But if it was alluded to, maybe if we found... Uh, maybe if the High Sparrow was praying at an altar and then we saw maybe a uh, little, little House Rain memorabilia right next to him. Uh, mm-hmm. It's shown briefly. You, you miss it if you blink. That that I'd be okay with. But if it's right in your face, if he's wearing like a House Rain sash or some shit like that, I wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something a little subtle. I mean, you know, I, I guess. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm trying. That immediately immediately made me think of like the 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 sword, the the House Dane sword at the Tower of Joy, like thing that they did, the fan service there. Um, well, were they were they put uh, like a, a sun on the the, the pommel? Yeah, yeah, and somehow it was like a bleeding star because it was a bleeding rag next to a to a sun, or something. Um, I don't know if that was actually fan service or not because it doesn't really make much sense. But whatever. <laughs> uh, do you like this theory that uh, one of those three characters might be a member of House Rain? What are your thoughts? No, I mean it's 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 tough just because it could be anything. It could be anybody. The you need a little more than just oh they, they hate the Lannisters and therefore like you know they're gonna be that person. Um, you know it's kind of like I mean like like I do like the Varys is a Blackfire theories because there's a little bit more to it. There's like oh well the reason he shaves his head and if you remember Dunk shaves his head. I mean uh. Egg shaves his head in order to hide his silver hair, you mm-hmm. know, and little stuff like that. And he's and he's and he's trying to bring bring or at least that he's Valyrian, you know, and he shaves his head. It's from Essos. Yeah, so you know, you want a few more little things before before it's you know uh, before I take on a theory rather than just well they hate the Lannisters and. The High Sparrow hates the Lannisters. I like that, actually. The Varys could be a Blackfire, because if the show is to be believed, um, if he was a Blackfire, would the Blackfires be considered Blood of Kings? Yes, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the um, the Sorcerer cutting off his, uh, his balls? Oh, yeah. That would technically be a sacrifice that we've seen Melisandre do a couple of times with uh, King's Blood. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. I can see that that forming up. And honestly, thinking back on it now, I probably should have had that as my number three because you know that seems way better than what I put for number three. But once again, I was rushed for time. Number two, though, is what I really like. Was essentially you read the thing, right? The post by Turmoil, I believe his name was, on Reddit. Uh, uh, wh- which one? Which one is number two? Uh, number two is Bran is actually the Night King. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty familiar with this one. Yeah. So originally, I wanted Bran to be a Horcrux. Now, do you know what that is? It's a Harry Potter term. Uh, no. So, in the... <laughs> I thought your wife would have told you what a Horcrux is. I she, there's a million things in Harry Potter. She can't tell me about all of them. So essentially, um, if I it's been ages since I've seen Harry Potter, so I'm sure I'm I'm gonna get hate in the comments if I get this wrong, but I'll try. So essentially, the main bad guy, Lord Voldemort, he um he broke off 
like his soul into separate pieces to attain immortality and he put it in like different items that are either hard to obtain or that he owns or they're this just dangerous like i think he put one in his like uh and like this really powerful wand and he put one in this like uh the snake that's kind of dangerous and i think he put one in like his notebook or whatever just to obtain immortality i i believe mm. that when brain was you know uh doing the thing in season f- six where the night king touches him mm. the night king put an essence of brand inside uh, Night, Night King put an essence of himself inside Bran so he could bypass the wall. Remember that was the big theory? That the reason the yeah, Night King yeah. was able to pass the wall is because Bran passes it and he was marked? Right. I guess they don't... <laughs> they never really... I guess they dropped that plot. All the Mark ever did in, in the show was allow them into the tree. Did it even allow them into the tree? I, I thought that allowed them to know where they are. Huh. I, it, they didn't make it. They didn't make it obvious. But even if it allowed them into the tree, that's still they, better. They knew where they. They knew where they were. They were attacked like through. They were attacked on their way to the tree. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, that's right. Before no. before Bran disappeared for a season. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right. My bad. The skeleton. The skeletons. Yeah. So number two is Bran as the Night King. Essentially, Bran, who we've seen can go into the past and affect the past, um, yes. has been going through the past for the longest time, trying to find a way to beat the others, to beat the White Walkers, and he keeps failing. Every time, he affects history in a major yeah. way. The reason the, Nike, the the reason the Mad King went so crazy is because Bran was the one whispering to him to store wildfire in case they needed it against the White Walkers. His whispers into the uh, Mad King's ear made him the Mad King, and the guy went crazy. Then Bran went back again to try and, uh, you know build the wall or something like that and he became Bran the Builder, so on and so forth. Every mm, time he goes mm. back, he tries yeah. to do something and it just doesn't work. So the, the the one time he does go back, he coincidentally becomes the human that the children of the forest take to become the Night King. And the reason he be, the Night King is so powerful, he, sh- he should have been just a normal White Walker, but the reason the Night King is so powerful is because Bran was stuck inside him. When Bran tried to open his mouth to say, "Oh, it's the f- I'm from the future," blah blah blah, they gag him, mm. and then they turn him into the White Walker, and then he becomes the Night King. And Bran is corrupted and is stuck in there. And because Bran has all these amazing powers, that explains why the Night King is so much more different and obviously more powerful than the other White Walkers we've seen. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 I do like this theory. Um, and um, by the way, before you continue, I just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm probably not doing it justice. Um, there's a guy on Reddit named Turmoil Twenty Six who, who essentially lines it out for you guys. Definitely go check yeah. him out. Uh, but go ahead. The uh, so George R. R. Martin has a story called Unsound Variations, um, and and this kind of gets at how George R. R. Martin sees time travel. Um, it's always consciousness travel going back because he somehow thinks that physical objects are paradoxes, but somehow you can get around it with it with, with consciousness. I don't actually think that works out either, but but it's George R. Martin's idea. So he he'll he um, he also has another one um, called Under Siege where. Uh, it's it's the first story that really has Tyrion in it, but it's oh it's where a, where he's uh, goes back into uh, Ireland, I believe. 
Uh, no, it's it's Finland. Right, I was close. It's like Sweden, Finland, <laughs> Russia incident. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it, 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 he's a, it's a drunk dwarf who plays chess, and he sends his consciousness back in time. Um, and so, in, so, yeah, you know, he's into time travel that, that can affect the past and change the past. So I don't think it's like a self-fulfilling loop. Um, but, yeah, so I think Bran is continually trying to go back and change the past. And so in Unsound Variation, um, this chess player invents a time travel machine he's the villain and he tries to like he goes back to in order to sabotage his his chess playing team's lives and he like goes back and lives an entire life again in order to like and he i think he he goes back twice he's like so he's he's actually been through the cycle a couple times failing to like ruin their lives and then he finally tries to ruin their lives and then they stop him again. And so he goes and he jumps in the machine one more time. And, you know, the, the main character is like, oh, he doesn't understand. It's an unsound variation. He'll never, it's just chess term, meaning like you'll, you never win. Like you can sit there and think about all the iterations, but you're, you'll never win. All the iterations lead to loss. So I, I do like this theory and that Bran is in this unsound variation where he is trying to go back in time and fix it through all sorts of iterations. He's trying to stop the destruction of the world, but every time he goes back, it doesn't work. So it's like, oh, I try to do. Let's try to do this wildfire. Let's try to screw with screw with Ares. No, it doesn't work. Let's try to do Hodor. Let's try to cause myself to fall and get paralyzed and go into a coma, so I awaken my telepathic gift earlier all of these different things and none of it works. And then the theory, you know, the idea is like, well, what will finally work? And, you know, I guess it's, it, some people think it's going to be like the butterfly effect where the only way to, to save the world is to, is to kill oneself, you know, I was just thinking that. So do you think that's how the show ends where the reality we know is destroyed? The world is taken over by them. And, um, and then the very last scene is essentially, episode one but Bran doesn't fall I think I think it'll be something sadder I mean I think if Bran is gonna if Bran is gonna try to save the world he's, he's gonna kill himself I mean I think I think it's but like I'm I think it's a butterfly effect kind of thing where he's gonna decide I mean I think there's a very good chance that he's gonna decide the only way I can save the world is to like make sure that I die you know before I can cause all of this harm um, so do you think he goes back in time and, and kills him himself as a younger boy or whatever? Yeah, I think that's that that could be that could be something that happens. Yeah, I don't want to like one hundred percent say like yes, that's gonna happen. No, no, I think there's course. a very good chance. I mean, I think that that time travel is the final like there time travel is coming back. Like they didn't do time travel just to freaking kill Hodor, right? Like <laughs> time, you know, like just to have one episode with Hodor, Hodor, like. Time travel is going to be the thing in the last episode that's going to be part of the final resolution, right? And so you're so, saying yeah, this, think... there's a chance that Tyrion won't be president. Okay. Well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? After after Bran kills himself, who knows how the world is going to recover. But, oh. but... So you're saying there's a chance that Tyrion can be president. Sweet. Who knows? Who knows? And then Danny and John will have a daughter named Lyanna. Hmm. 
Or, I mean, who knows? I mean, once Bran changes the timeline, you know, who knows what? Maybe everyone will be alive. Maybe they'll get, you know, all the actors back for the finale and everybody will be happy in Winterfell. I have no idea. But I do think that time travel is going to be part of it. Mm -hmm. I do think that, you know, there's a good chance that Bran is going to somehow think that the only way to stop everything is to kill himself. That's very sad. And I, hmm, it, it would be bittersweet. Because we keep hearing yeah. that the, the finale is going to be very bittersweet. And this sounds... Oh, uh, to me, when I when I hear bittersweet in terms of finale, I think that um, Danny is going to choose to walk away from the throne and she's just going to go off and make her own empire elsewhere. And she's going to find mm. a bunch of dragon eggs or whatever. And she's just going to start the new Valyrian Empire under her tutelage. Um, that's what I believe. She's going to take all her followers and leave. She came, she saved Westeros, or whatever, and she wants them to do their own problems, to solve their own issues, because despite that she's from that country, she doesn't really feel like a country. She doesn't feel like she doesn't feel like she's a Westerosi. So it's it she feels out of place and she's gonna go do her own thing. So mm. that that's what I I always thought the bittersweet ending meant. We want her to rule, we want her to come and take over, and she's not. She's gonna go off and do her own thing. But this seems a bit more bittersweet than that. It seems this is this is definitely one answer that I know for a fact almost nobody will like. But it's very neutral. And and that's the thing is is butterfly effect the movie. I liked it by the way. Like, Ashton Kutcher, one of his best. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a clever, clever idea. But who like wasn't it a massive downer? Like the last scene where he like kills himself in the womb. Like that's a real downer. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a happy ending, I guess, for everybody else. But it's 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 certainly a it's certainly crazy, mm -hmm. you know. Well, it, it certainly didn't give me a great feeling at the end. I wasn't like, oh man, awesome, you know. Like, I will say this. I will say this. Um, out of all the theories I've read for the show, and this is most likely not going to happen in the books. I feel like George will go a different route. But um, I think he will now. Yeah. Out of out of all the wait, what did you say? I think he will now. <laughs> you, you think this I mean, guy figured it out? No, I mean, I, I think whatever the show is doing, George R. Martin is going to do something different. I hope so. I hope fucking, I hope to God, yes. But even, even if he originally planned the show out and he told Dave and Dan, like, his, his ending and everything, like, now he's got to change it. You know, like, I'm okay that's with what that. he's doing. I'm okay with, as long yeah. as we get the original, as long as he tells us what the original ending was before he changed it, I'm okay with that. But out of all the theories I've heard for the show, and even some book theories, I think this is my favorite. Because to me, it makes the most sense. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I, I think it makes massive sense uh, for, for Bran to be time traveling. And I mean, the thing is, it's, it's all about creepy, right? Everything is creepy. You know, twins having sex with each other are creepy. Uh, an aunt and a, and, a, and a nephew is creepy. Everything is creepy. Um, about Game of Thrones. It's all about shocking, right? So, like, yeah, Bran, like, like, traveling through time over and over again, like, trying to fix things and failing and realizing that the only way he can, like, fix it all is by killing himself is creepy. And it fits with, it fits with the themes and, and, and the, and the, uh, and, and George R. R. Martin's style and everything, like, very, very well. Uh-huh. So I, I do think there's a very good chance that, that the ending is going to be butterfly effect. Yeah. 
All right. Well, mm. the last uh, the last theory here, number one, is Arya is the waif. Now we've went through Arya's mm. storyline in season seven ad nauseum. You hate it. I hate it. It was just dumb. I dogs hate it. Everybody hates it. Yes. <laughs> dogs hate it. Um, yeah. Uh, the the this theory actually explains it. In, in, in the last episode of season six, she kills the waif, or so we believe, and she walks away. Jockin just lets her go, gives her a little smile, and, you know, now she's finally no one. I think the reason behind this is that the only reason he's letting her go off is because that's not Arya, that's the waif. As we can see in the pre in Season 5, Episode 10, the finale, we see that these faces that these people wear in the House of Black and White are not their real faces. We don't know no. what their real faces are. The only reason Jockin is back is because that character got such a good um, review for season two. So, yeah. I believe it is the Waif. I want to believe that because a lot of Arya's uh, randomness and weirdness, there's no explanation for it other than bad writing. And I think I think the, the title of... Oh, it, it, the reason it's because of bad writing, it's such a cop-out answer... It makes sense, obviously, and that's most likely the reason, 99.9% .9 of the reason, but I think it's also yeah. a cop-out answer, and I really want her to be the waif. It would make more sense to me. It would be ballsy for them to kill off a main character. You've said it multiple times that you wanted Baelish yeah. to slit her throat during that trial by combat. <laughs> oh, it would be it would be the most... <laughs> like, oh my god, wouldn't that have been so great? Like, the freaking... He demands a trial by combat, and he goes up against Arya, and then he just kills her, and that's the end of the season. Like, oh my God, people would, people would just shit themselves. It would be, it would be better than the Red Wedding. It would be all right. Maybe not, <laughs> right, be like, maybe not better than the Red Wedding. Let's everybody calm down a minute. Be, oh it would be up God. there, though. Yeah, it would be up there. People would be like, oh my God, I cannot believe they killed off Arya. But yeah, the, the 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 thing is, is the waif being Arya um, is it's it's such it's such a great idea. It, it 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 would make such a better story to reveal that all this time she's been the waif. Mm -hmm. um, it would, it would put happen. game obviously it's not gonna happen, but it would put Game <laughs> of Thrones back to form. Everybody's answer, everybody's answer to put Game of Thrones back to form would be kill Bronn. Why? Because everybody likes Bronn, so... Bronn's a nobody. Bron, like, Bron, like, a lot of yeah. Bronn fans in the audience, careful. That's fine, but Bronn's a nobody. Like, like he doesn't... That doesn't doesn't change anything. I mean, it's like... it's like I can say kill Pod. Like, okay. Like, yes, I want Pod to be killed, but, like, it's not going to change anything. <laughs> you hate Podrick. I don't know why. Like, you hate... You had him be the mastermind behind the uh, the series the Ugh. entire time. Him and his father, Kyburn. Like, you just... You want Podrick to be a little finger spy? That'd be so good. If, if <laughs> Pod were... If something. If Pod were this, a little finger spy or Kyburn's son, like... That'd be so good. Be something. Kyburn's son. <laughs> It'd be something. He... Just give me... Give me something. Give me something interesting. Not you... You know, following Brianna around, doing nothing for years. God. He's actually he's actually secretly uh, fake Aegon, uh, under <laughs> the leader oh. of the gold the the golden uh, the golden company. <laughs> this whole time, this whole time. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Oh, and he's like, haha, I'm the true king of. Oh my god, the <laughs> true king of Westeros, right there. He washes his hair, and it's blonde. He's been dying it this whole time. 
Oh my god, that'd be so good. <laughs> oh man, so you just good. You, I, I I love I love your hatred of Podrick. I really do. It's like a, it's like an internal. I feel like that that actor met you in person one day and you asked for an autograph and he told you to fuck no, off. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's fine and I'm fine. I like book Podrick. I like the actor. He does he does everything he's supposed to do. Um, it, it, it's like I have no problem with Maisie Williams or book Aria. It's just. So Arya, I just, I just, I just want her to die. I mean, the you the know? one thing that makes this theory fall apart is like, what what reason would the wave have to kill Walder Frey? None. No. Exactly. And like, I mean, other other than to cause chaos. I mean, that would that you know, if you if you want to if you want to like write in the the wave theory and and the, the adventures of the wave, which would be, <laughs> yeah, then then throw that in. Um, this is this is one of one of the four pilots is the Adventures of the Waves. <laughs> yeah. The spinoffs, you mean? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing. The thing is, nothing was ever explained with the Wave. The problem. The, I mean, you could you could write in anything, considering like the Wave hates Arya for no reason. Like you know, she she was a complete she was a complete you know dick to her for no reason. Um, I don't know, and they, they created that rivalry out of nowhere. Well, so you might as well write in all this backstory about who the Waif was and her motivations. I wouldn't say that the Waif hated Arya for no reason. The Waif seemed to me more like the uh, the douchebag drill sergeant that you see from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Right, but she wasn't really trying to like push Arya to, to get better, like the asshole drill sergeant was maybe doing. Actually, we, I mean, we never know. You know, the drill sergeant was just the drill sergeant. That's all he knew. I, I feel like the Waif's um, main objective was to weed out the re- the true recruits from, like, you know, the weak ones. And Arya essentially yeah. was not a great recruit. She was horrible. She didn't even finish <laughs> her training. Um, I mean, she she knows the essentials, but, I mean... She didn't, she didn't finish her training and somehow got... She somehow became really adept at things she was never trained in. <laughs> Like sword fighting. She can. She can. When did that happen? She can fight Brienne almost to a stalemate. Apparently, or it's like it's like wait, you hid your sword the entire time, and you were we were training you in staff fighting. <laughs> but no, Arya, Arya and the Waif. Your thoughts on this one? There, there's almost no major I, evidence behind it, other than her acting just weird. Sure, sure. But the the thing is 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 this is like the situation where the Arya story is so bad that. Any story is better than the Arya story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you could literally, like when I say like the wave story, you're like, yeah, no, that's pretty awesome because it's better than the shit we got. Yeah, like anything would be better than what we got. It was just. Uh... It's funny too because so many people were messaging me after the season seven finale, just giving me their reasoning as to why Arya's attitude makes sense. You know, because she's been through so much. She's a psycho. I get it. I completely understand. But at the same time, though, there are ways to show someone going through things instead of them acting like a... Essentially, she was acting kind of like a brat, almost. Like mm. an egotistical brat. I mean, I th- this is this is how, how horrible I know things are going, is that I guarantee next season, everything's going to be hunky-dory with Sansa and Arya. Like, <laughs> everything's fixed. I guarantee everything will be fixed. Because, because they fixed... They had their little talk on the parapet... And like now everything's fine. I guarantee that they're gonna be like loving sisters, like 
for the first time. I'm gonna, I was about to say again for the first time, like when when uh, when season season eight starts. I guarantee. Honestly, it. I'm not expecting too much conversation between Sansa and Arya. I'm expecting more Arya to have scenes with Jon because that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I mean, what we know is gonna ha- like I'll predict it right here. Okay? Oh boy, here we go. The, the White Walk. The White Walkers are gonna attack Winterfell. Um, they're gonna have a battle. Uh, uh, she's got her Valyrian dagger, so she's going to kill a few White Walkers, at least one, with her dagger, and he's going to shatter. And then they're then they're going to escape, and they're going to head south. And then at some point, she's got to kill Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw that in there. At some point, it's got to yeah. happen. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, no Yoda flips as you know Yoda fought Count Dooku in Episode Two. No Yoda flips as she fights the White Walker. I mean. If they had the budget, but yeah. <laughs> Might no. as well just throw it in there. Why not, you know? You, 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 know, you know that she's going to have some badass fight with a, with a White Walker, and he's going to shatter. And then maybe, maybe like a White Walker will kill Brienne, and she'll be super sad that Brienne died. Mm. Even though they spent like five minutes with each other. <laughs> and then Arya will go down south, and she'll, she'll sneak into King's Landing and kill Cersei. Complete her revenge, not yep. screw Ill and Pain, even though he's the one that did it. Uh, he'll, <laughs> she'll kill Cersei, and then out of nowhere, wasn't even wasn't even Cersei. Yeah, well, well it was Joffrey. What's funny is Cersei's right. It, right. It was Joffrey. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I guess Cersei is 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 on the hook for for try, for stopping Ned's coup, like you know. Like, <laughs> Like, you could blame her for that, but... Uh, okay. So she'll kill Cersei, and then out of nowhere, she herself will die at the hands of Podrick. Ah! Plot twist. Ah, oh, if only. If only. And then Podrick will look over at Kyburn. Father, now with our... <laughs> Father, what's, the, what's next on our plan? <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. Uh, I, like, I like the Arya is the wave theory. Obviously, there's not a lot there. Honestly, Arya is the wave theory. Should have been number two. Bran uh, being the Night King should have been number one, but I was so pressed for time. I was so yeah, pressed. but Bran Bran, versus, Bran being the Night King is the one that I could actually see being true and happening. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only one that I could really see being true and happening. <laughs> All right, Preston, let's wrap it up. Uh, I know it's All I right. know it's twelve over there. I'm so sorry, uh, guys. Thank you so much for watching. As always, be sure to hit click, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, Preston, you got any videos coming out? Are you gonna? You, uh, you told me you were gonna finish um, uh, season six. What you're missing? Well, finishing up season five of what you're missing, mm. and then I'm gonna move on to season six with that. Is there any yeah. material? I mean, we, I feel like they've there'll be plenty. Really? Pl- my, there, 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 there's stuff. There's stuff to talk about. I, I, you know, Jamie went to River Run. That's there's right. Ironborn. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Sam heading south. Plus season season. Um, six is kind of a repeat of season five. And so you're kind of doing the same material again. Right. right. There's a battle for Marine again. There's a battle for Winterfell again. Um, and so, you know. Holy shit, I never looked at it like that. There's a hard home battle, essentially. Yeah. I mean, hmm. it, it's 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 the same thing again. Um, Danny rides her dragon again. Uh, there's fire. People throw spears right. at it. Holy shit, I never realized that until you just mentioned it just now. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a big rewind. Um and, and where they redo everything. Um so in that sense, so that that's the thing is is 
at the I remember when season five finished and everyone's like, oh, they've caught up with the books. And then they went back and they caught up with the books again. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Guys, once again, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Check out Preston Jacobs. Uh, We'll see you all next time. Have a good one.